Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first episode of Blessed Are the Geek podcast. This podcast is meant to highlight different hobbies, nerd fandoms, interests, maybe even people's jobs, to discover more about them and why people love them so much. In our first episode, I sit down with one of my good friends, Adam Butterick, and we kind of toss around different ideas of what to talk about before finally deciding on The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. As always, this podcast will be a spoiler-heavy podcast. So if you have not played Breath of the Wild yet, or you don't want it spoiled for you, maybe come back a little bit later. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter, at BlessedGeekCast. Without further ado, let's get started. So this is Blessed Are the Geek podcast. This is the first episode that you're listening to. And the whole point of this little intro, the whole point of this podcast is to bring on random people that just have different hobbies, different interests, and just talk about different things and what they are into. So this first week, I've got, you know, one of my best friends here. Uh, His name is Adam. Hey, hey everybody. My name's Adam. Adam. (laughs) I just introduced myself. (laughs) Yeah, this is me. Right, right. So we got Adam here. So you don't even know what you want to really... No, I mean, I, this is like first episode, and I literally just asked Chris about 10 seconds ago, what what are we doing? Right. <laughs> um, well, so I know you're into photography. I know you do yeah. graphic design a lot. Yeah. But you also like Nintendo and Nintendo, Zola, uh, and I mean, you also play... You played uh, the Tomb Raider recently, so you have Xbox and PS4, too. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much anything... Um, I tell people... And Lord like, of the Rings. You're in Lord of yeah, the Rings, too. Yeah, we're sitting in my Lord of the Rings room, actually, right now. Yeah. But um, I tell people, like, if it plugs into the wall, I'm usually pretty interested in it. Um, so, video games, cameras, um, any kind of technology at all. Um, I've actually really, really... Not a lot of people know this, but I really... I'm like a self-professed amateur astronomer. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. Like, I have a lot of knowledge in that. Um, I When I moved to D.C. to get a job right out of college of course you're like really broke at the time you just got out of college sure and this is your first job you got like an apartment and you're like in and dc you, you know how to cook ramen noodles yeah. like 12 different ways right yeah <laughs> so like you're really broke i mean if you've got like 12 bucks the day before payday you're like hey i did all right yeah so um what i would do is i would just um jump on youtube for just like entertainment sake and watch tons of documentaries about the universe solar system physics sure uh theories anything like that and it was like i just like really got into it a lot started um like going out once i exhausted youtube i would you know go out and um buy documentaries so you doing that now i I still do that now yeah i mean i have you know honey boo boo now so right i've got no reason to educate myself anymore (laughs) right um, mission accomplished yeah but um (laughs) no no i i do um I do watch that kind of stuff. I read about that kind of stuff. But, you know, of course, Zelda happened. So, like, oh, Lord. my entire month everything has just like, everything stopped. Right? right. So, I'm like looking at my backlog of games. I'm looking at like drawings I want to do, tutorials for that I want to do. Um, 
I forgot you're into drawing too. Yeah, I'm no good at it. I love it, but right. like I've, it's just um, one of those things where it's like, look, man, I screw up a smiley face, dude. dude you got it. Like it's one of those <laughs> things. Like anyone can draw. Yes. But some people just take longer to learn than others. Sure. It's not impossible though. I right. mean, everyone's got the talent because as you're drawing, when you do it, anything you do over and over and over again, you're literally building bridges between neural networks to right. like learn that better. And it just really, really enhances everything. I mean, it's like, do you think Michael Phelps is just good or does he practice? He practices. Well, he's got those webbed feet. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, anyone who like has a given talent also needs to practice and nurture it so you know i have the initial interest in drawing i have the little bit of the talent already but the you know the practicing part is just a time consuming thing yeah so so what what topic do you want to just blab about i've listened to so much stuff about zelda let's do it if you're listening to this and you have not played The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, up front, this is going to be very spoilery. Oh, yeah. It's We're... been out a month. I mean, sure. Yeah, but I mean, if you haven't point... gotten a hold of it, well, cut, this point, off. cut it off. Like, <laughs> yeah. 12 people have a Switch. So. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, you know, it is on Wii U for those right. people who haven't been able to do that. Um, but, yeah, so if you were. You can get a Wii U for like $40 at this <laughs> point, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, pull a tooth out. Yeah. Like, hey, can, can I trade in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> course GameStop's like no no still 250 bucks. <laughs> right i got this i got this brand it new is, copy of... is the wii u still retail from nintendo 299 along the, with the switch or nintendo's they... not selling it anymore so they just quit selling discontinued it. okay entirely i didn't know if they like i mean i know they got refurbs for like 200 is that what all it is i thought it was like that, 199 whatever it was i mean it, it's yeah. pretty cheap considering you know i had somebody ask me to hack his wii u yesterday can you do that hbc on it homebrew channel uh, you can do it, mm. and apparently they've been doing it since about March last year. Yeah. But I even just pulled up, like, the... the. Uh... And we do not promote piracy. No, 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 of course yeah. not, no, yeah. of course not. <laughs> That's awful, you should you should pay the people who do your stuff, especially yeah. when you've paid for Mario Brothers four times, pay for it a fifth time when you get in... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... $1.50 to upgrade it. Right. It's the same game. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we have... I put HBC on his Wii U, and get this, because you're, if you're familiar with HBC on the Wii, mm. you could, like, you know, Commodore 64, Turbo Graphics, Sega Genesis, anything. like, anything, yeah. right? Now, N64 wasn't all that great, because it had, like, a select list of games that kind of worked and like yeah. that's it but so i looked up hbc on wii u you can basically remove the region locking from the system okay mm-hmm. you can play flappy bird been dying to do that right right yeah. snake mm-hmm. just in this case, is all that... just in case your nokia isn't working anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. my ti83 i don't know where <laughs> right. it is uh and that's it so they, why would you ever want to do this? Okay, so they are, air quotes, working on some emulators. Oh, okay. Um, apparently they have a NES and a GB Game Boy emulator, mm-hmm. none of which have sound on their <laughs> games. Well, you know. Mildly important. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. Um, but so, Breath of the Wild, how many hours have you logged? Oh, gosh. Um, last time I looked a week ago was like 75 plus, so I'm probably in the hundred. Right, over 100 point. now. And I have no idea um, what my percentage is. I can actually look yeah, really quick. He's actually playing it right now. Yeah. Had it pulled up. She, he's talking to a Gerudo out in the desert. Yeah. Which I have to say has 
a really interesting sounding language. You know when they talk? Yeah. Savak, you know? Yeah. They they get they gave it um where where the is the Put on the map? It's down the left left hand corner of the map. Oh, you know what? You know, so we were playing the other day, uh, we were playing on my console what, yeah. two days ago, and we looked at the map and the percentage came up. Mm-hmm. My guess is because I've beat Ganon. Oh, that's it. Yep. See, I, I I just don't want to do it yet. Yeah, and... I have no reason not to try. Right, right. But I just... And what I thought... The style I, of the game I know was meant to go to Ganon at any point. Right. But I just feel like I want to just be done with the game. Beat Ganon and then just keep playing it, <laughs> you know. Well, it because when you when you beat him, you just save right back to before you, you beat go him. right back. To so where I you mean, beat what's him. the point right. right now of rushing over there? I just now I will say that um, I actually found a shortcut to yep. get to Ganon. Um, so I, I guess there's a way to like go up some paths or whatever. But like when you step into when you step into Hyrule Castle, like there's lasers on you like everywhere when yeah. you walk in. So it's not it's like it's bad it's bad news. <laughs> right. So I went to like Zelda's Obder- observatory, climbed to the top, mm-hmm. somehow didn't get seen by that patrolling helicopter thing. Mm-hmm. And then um, if you look over there's a giant cliff but it's all covered in what they call malice. Yeah. But I thought, well there's a small gap with what that's not bloody booger. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds like a bathtub draining. Yeah. Have you walked up to it? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I thought if I if I paraglide over to the cliff, um, I'm not sure if I can climb up Yeah. as far as I need to. But I was like, screw it, I'll try it. Mm. Um, so I paraglide over and then start jumping up, made it to the top, no problem. And then apparently I'm standing right next to the chamber that Ganon is in. Yeah. So I walked up and it was like, cutscene. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I, because I walked... Because he's in, what, the Sanctum? Is that what Some, they, yeah, something's yeah. called? Inner like, Sanctum or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so I I walked up, and it's like Sanctum, and I'm like, okay, this is where I fight Ganon. And I like if I, I was like four or five steps from triggering a cutscene, and I was like, no, not yet. Right. I mean, I had the Master Sword. I had you were the probably shield, really close. I had that. a ton of arrows, and like I forget how many hearts I've got. You probably need ancient arrows. Well, I got a ton of arrows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of ancient, and I've been... I've been guardian hunting, dude. I mean, sure. I've been like, it's fun. Speaking of arrows, you instead know what... of terrified now, I'm like, look forward to seeing them. Right, right. You know? What? Yeah. Bring it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish, so you know how you can do like everything in this game. Right. The one thing that you can't do that I kind of wish you could is craft your own arrows. Yeah. Like, if you could maybe take some arrows and throw them into a fire and like, fire arrows. Yeah. Or if oh, you could yeah, yeah. set some arrows on the ground and let somehow let lightning hit them and boom, shock arrows. That yeah, would be cool. That would be cool. Or like throw them on the ground in a snowy <laughs> area that's like freezing and they you got frozen arrows. There you go. Then again, I haven't tried any of these things. So, yeah, that's the thing with this game. It's like you try something and you're like, this isn't Oh, look, it does work. <laughs> yeah. You know, I Oops. mean, it, it's like a uh, bridging the electric paths and stuff. I'm oh, like, yeah. I've got these four like rusty swords. What the hell I want them for? The whole giant oh, thing look. is one big piece of metal. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, look, this isn't going to... Oh, it does. Oh, uh, yeah. And I told you a long time ago, um, forget what shrine it's in, but you basically, when you get to the part where you walk up and get your orb, um, the monk part, there's a small fence, but there's a gap at the top. And to get something behind you, you had to, like, trigger this crystal a long time ago. Yeah. And I was like, well, I can see the crystal... But, like, I didn't do whatever it was earlier to, like, make this door behind me open to get a chest. Well, you're talking about the chest. Um, so, like, you're standing 
you're standing at the altar of the right whatever Sheikah dude. Yeah. Um, and like so behind you to your top right, almost there's a chest. There's there. a chest up there. Right. It's the one filled with water. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Well, to get that, to get it to like drain or whatever I had to do, I just like pulled out whatever junky sword. Oh, I don't need this truck. And I was sword. like, yeah, I was like. I'll see what this. We'll see what happens. And I just lobbed it over the <laughs> the fence. You got a lucky chuck. And it was like, ching. Oh, cool. That did work. Right. So that's what I love about the game is like, I'll beat a boss or beat something, and then go look up other how people other fight people it because it. it's always different. Now, see how I did that challenge, that shrine mm-hmm. was once I figured out what I was supposed to do. Which yeah, you have to like walk around the shrine for a do second. The cryosis kind of like, thing. Yeah, and yeah. All that. So I. uh I hit the thing with the... First, I went over to the switch and dropped a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> dropped a bomb next to the switch. And um, then I went back over and then hit it with an arrow and went over and finished everything. And then when I'm standing in front of the altar, I was like, bomb, yeah. triggered. Yeah, and okay. then I did it. That's a good idea. Yeah. Just trigger the bomb. Right. Uh, see, like, I have would never... That would... <laughs> it's like, I'll put this here and just not detonate it until right. I need to. Which I was trying to tell you about a different shrine the other day, where there's one, um, so there's a bunch of pillars that don't move, and then there's a bunch of pillars in between those pillars that do move up and down when you hit a switch in the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. And then, across the room is like, another fence between the switch and more stairs, right? Yeah. So you can't see, you can't hit the switch from those stairs. Yeah. But you have to go up those stairs to get to the altar to get the orb or whatever. So... What I ended up, I don't even know if this is how I was supposed to solve it or not, but what I ended up doing was I ended up taking out a round bomb and a square bomb mm-hmm. on either side. Right. Um, Adam's going to answer the phone. No, I'm not. No, Go you're ahead. not? Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Uh, so anyway, I put a bomb uh, on either side because I, I, didn't, I didn't know before that point that you could have one of each bomb out at a time. At the time, yeah. Right. So I put a round bomb on one side and a square bomb on the other side. Um, got as far as I could hitting the switch or whatever and glided over to the stairs, got as far as I could there, set off the first bomb. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. Then set off the second bomb, and then I'm up. Nice. So, yeah. again, I don't know if that's how you're supposed to solve it or not, but I couldn't figure out any other way. I don't way. think anything on here was designed for a way that you're... I a mean, single I guess, use. I guess when they were designing it, they obviously probably designed it as a preferred way right. to... This is kind of what we're thinking you should do, but right. nothing, nothing that I've seen is like... You have to do it anyway. So, this is, again, for people who may not have played this yet, this is the first, like, real open-world Zelda game. Right. And to think back, the previous game that came out to this was, like, the previous console new Zelda game that came out before this was Skyward Sword. Almost, if not, a decade or more than a decade ago. I thought it was, like, 2006 or... Yeah, 2006? No, 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 no. No, that was Twilight. Yeah, that came out with the Wii launch. So, I'd say, like, maybe 2010, maybe? Yeah, something um, around there. So... It's towards it, the end of the Wii. Right. Um, but that's when Skyward Sword came out. And Skyward Sword is controversial for Zelda players because you got half the party that loves it, and it's amazing. Right. And the other half is like, this is awful because the controls... Um, the and hand holding, the tutorials. Oh, the, you walk into a room and your guardian or the companion fee is like, hey, there's like a 78% chance you're supposed to pick up this item and put it right here yeah. to solve this puzzle. And mm. it's like, maybe let me figure that out yeah. first. It, um, it really, I was just, I was about 
three or four hours, I'm talking very early into that game, I was like, I'm only going to finish this because of Zelda. Did you finish it? I did. Yeah. And it, it was painful. <clears throat> it yeah. was painful. I personally thought it was. I mean, it was just... Now, now look, controls and gameplay aside... Aside, yeah. The appearance, the soundtrack, and the story of that game, bar none Pretty the good. best. Yep. Probably the best. Yeah. I think. So I, I wish the only gripe I had was that you have to fight that... The imprisoned. The imprisoned... Three times. Three times. Yeah. And I'm like... And it's suppo- it's called The Imprisoned. You would think it looked like way... Again, this might be a spoiler, but I mean the game's been out forever. Right, right. It looks like a ball of licorice with giant toes. I mean, it was so <laughs> stupid looking. I mean... I mean, make it look kind of like the Grim Reaper or something more sinister, but this right. thing just looked so it didn't ridiculous. Look, it didn't look threatening or maleficent it like looked in silly. any way. Yeah. It looked silly, yeah. Um, yeah, so NVC, Nintendo Voice Chat podcast, um, is from IGN, and they have a really good podcast every week just about Nintendo. They really do. And they came out with with uh, a good question. I, I don't know if it was... Their question, I, yeah, it was Jose Jose Otero posted mm-hmm. this question two weeks ago, and they talked about it last week. And the question is: is after Breath of the Wild and being so open, and instead of you know the complete, literally the complete opposite of Skyward Sword, right. which was like you were in a hallway the entire game, yeah. essentially, yeah. yeah, right, on rails, right, yeah. Um, being the complete opposite, do you think we could go back to the former Zelda um, formula, which is? three dungeons and then something happens and then like eight dungeons and mm-hmm. then a boss but those dungeons are thematic yeah they use a specific item mm-hmm. you know it, you obtain a certain item in that dungeon and then you use that item until right. you know you're sick of it mm-hmm. and then you beat the boss with that item every time right do you see, think we could go ba- do you do you see a problem with going back to that formula because i have an answer i've thought about this I, i've thought about it a little bit too and uh because I listen to that same podcast mm-hmm. a lot. And we had kind of discussed this a little bit earlier in the week. But I kind of kept thinking about it. Yeah. And I am fine with a dungeon. Right. Um, and even in Breath of the Wild, you have parts that feel like a dungeon. Right. Like, uh, spoiler, but when you go get the Helian Shield, I'm not going to say anything because I know you uh, haven't gotten it yet. Jerk. Yeah. Um, it does feel sort of like it is a dungeon. It's under the castle. It's a dungeon. Okay. Um, by the definition of a dungeon, it's a dungeon. Right. But the you know the traditional Zelda dungeons. Um, I like the fact that in Breath of the Wild they give you every single thing that you need. You can take that. You really don't very need to pick. Fir- yeah. You don't need to pick up a bow and arrow. You don't need to pick up a sword. They don't give a crap if well, you. Sword would help. They don't give a crap if you use a boomerang at all. Right. Um, I like all that. I like all that a lot. Um, certain certain tools, maybe like very powerful weapons, maybe like a reward for... I like the optional part of it. Mm-hmm. Saying, okay, well, there's this dungeon, and this doesn't really have anything to do with the story, but these villagers are like really terrorized by this like cave nearby, and every now and then this like creature pops out. Right. And several men have tried to go and kill this thing, and they've all died. Uh, in the attempt. So that being a, something you could decide to go on and go, okay, you know, I know I don't have to do this, but I don't have no, I have no idea what I'm going to get. And you right. get in there, and as you're picking through the bodies, 
you <laughs> randomly come across a hook shot. Right. Or something. That would be cool. That's like, you don't need it. Right. But say... And we were talking about this hook yeah. shot the other day about how, like... You know, you could you could still apply limitations on it, right? So, right. like, you, you it can only make hooks it into trees, or into something. trees, or like soft earth, right? Instead right. of like cliff, faces. and it's more of in a it's more of a reward to help you move through the move through more easily. So instead of like climbing up that cliff, yeah, 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 you know, or say <clears throat> say you see a cliff and you go, okay, I'd like to get to that, but I know that my stamina isn't where it needs to be right now. I could glide as far as I could, and then if I'm close enough, I could maybe hook shot into a tree at the top of that cliff. Yeah, that would be cool. And you can and like slow time down like you're going to slow time down and do it. Right. And then that way, you know, you can get to that by either going and getting the hook shot, or upgrading your stamina, or you know, climbing and stopping and climbing. Nothing's off limit. I don't want anything to be off limits based on like something right. you got to go do now. When you're saying that, I I instantly thought of something that they could have done as a throwback, which mm-hmm. I think would have done really well in this game. It's as far as like it would have been hookshot esque. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this game, what are they focusing on a lot? Climbing. Climbing. Yeah. You can climb a lot because right. you've never been able to really climb. Or jump. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or jump. This just in Link can jump. <laughs> Thirty in years Wind later. Waker, you had that grapple hook. Mm-hmm. Now, what if you could like? The little Indiana Jones thing. It wasn't right. necessarily a hook shot, but it was more of like it a... It acted like a hook shot in a way. Like in a way, In the previous right. games, if you hook shot at an enemy, you usually got an item from them. Yeah. Whether it be rupees or bombs right. or something like that. Uh, it, which, it did that with the grapple hook in Wind Waker, but mm-hmm. in uh, Breath of the Wild, if you're climbing up a cliff face, it'd be kind of awesome if you were just like... Yeah. You know, on the top of the mountain, and then you could like climb up the rope Climb instead. up the rope, yeah. Um, and like rappel up. Right, and yeah. maybe use a little bit less stamina if you yeah, do that. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, like stuff like that is what I think this game does really well. And I think that going forward, they've messed around with talking about you know DLC, and I have no idea. Nobody does what right. the DLC is going to be. Did you buy the DLC from the shop or from Amazon? I haven't bought it at all yet. Oh, I bought it on Amazon, but yeah. I don't have a code yet. Oh. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I'm confused. Well, I haven't bought it at all yet because I was like, cool, a shirt and some like. <laughs> chest like right. i got amiibo i can get chest but more hyrule herb yeah <laughs> yeah so i was like well you know i'll wait on that but to me it, they can go one of two ways with it and i'd probably be fine with it i love this world right so much that i for lack of a better term don't want to waste it on yeah. a single game that makes sense so i mean i'm i'm fine with like a dlc that opens you know, more map or allows you maybe to transport your with your Sheikah Slate to another island or something. You know, like they could do anything they wanted to. But right. as far as like a Breath of the Wild 2, you know, not that they would call it sure. that, but that just seems a little redundant to me at this point. Like it's like, what do you really do? I mean, it is hard. Like what do you do after this? Yeah, and that's something that I've kind of been wondering myself this last week since because uh, I beat Ganon last week I, yeah. I just, on a whim I was like eh screw it let's go figure yeah. it out and uh, ever since then I've since I beat Ganon I've been like okay well I did that right and now I'm like okay well I can do side quests and stuff and I think beating Ganon for me at least um, 
took a little bit of joy out of it. Yeah, that's why I have not went in there yet. Right, yeah. which I hate because like it was it was an okay boss fight. Like yeah. it was a like as far as final bosses go, like it wasn't Ocarina of Time. Right. I still remember being a kid and being like wowed yeah. by that final, you know, Ganondorf yeah. to Ganon battle. You yeah, know? yeah, where he um, transforms and all. Right. And this one didn't wow me as much. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, now that I'm playing it, I'm like kind of wandering around and I'm like, okay, well, guess I'll go build my house. Right. Guess I'll go do this. Yep. And I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah, that's what I'm Side saying. Side quests like, are okay and everything. Like, I just yeah. collected 100 crickets today because... Apparently I like I, need those. I like the fact that. I mean, obviously, if anyone's ever played Assassin's Creed, you climb towers to unlock the map. Right. You climb towers in this to unlock the map. But the difference is, when you unlock the map in Assassin's Creed, it just like throws up icons right. all up you, everywhere. You're like inundated with like things to do. Where in this, <clears throat> you discover every little thing. On your own, and I like that so much more. Right. Like I, I, I don't feel like I'm being, I don't feel like I'm being forced to go to the bigger star instead of the smaller star because right. it's more of a quest than the smaller one, uh, or anything like that. I just, I feel like you actually are part of the world when you're playing it vo- right. versus, you know, okay, I need to like assassinate these people, and there's man, I this does it. not have that many fetch quests to me. They're all very unique right and i think that's a a lot of games can learn a lot from that yeah i i played three hours of the first assassin three hours and i got bored it's awful it's awful i played lot, all the, of the other ones are a lot better than that but the first one was a huge letdown. yeah i played all the way through the second one yeah and at being done i was like all right i did that right okay um so what do you think now that you brought in other open world games? Mm. What do you what would what from Breath of the Wild would you want to see incorporated into other open world games like Tomb Raider, like Assassin's Creed, yeah. uh, like maybe the next uh, Elder Scrolls game if and when that ever happens? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I think a lot of what I see is the huge difference, and I I think about this a lot just because I'm bored a lot, but. Um, in Breath of the Wild, you've got a character that he climbs, he pulls a bow out, you see him. It's third person. Sure. Um, and to be fair, you know, you can third person uh, Skyrim scrolls and stuff, but when you're walking over rocks, he walks the same as if you're walking in the in the water shoreline. Sure. Or walking. I mean, to you, be fair, you though, don't really climb. <clears throat> sure, but to it's be an fair, old game. It's what is it like seven? But it's the same way with Fallout. Four. It's not seven years old. It's I like, mean, it's a newer game. It's like five, six years old. I don't know. Still, it's it's a it's, it's an older old. engine. But at the time, uh, yeah, and they're still using that engine, that kind of thing. But I just really is, I separate this game out from just calling it open world. It's it's like an open world slash sandbox slash. Hey, there's this thing. I mean, literally, when you start the game, ten minutes into it, your quest is destroy Ganon. Right, right. However you want to do it. Right. If you want to do it now, knock yourself out. Good luck, asshole. Good luck. You know, <laughs> people have done it, but like, you know, and I think that the game, I heard it on a podcast, I don't know which one said it, um, if I did know, I'd give them credit for it, but this game is all about building your confidence to go fight. 
That may have been Nintendo Dads that said that. That that because t- I remember because you that. start off and you're texting your friends, you're calling every discussion you have is like, how many times have you died? Right, dude, I never died. Oh, anymore. Dude, that that first I mean, like, like two three hours of the game. Oh, it's rough. It's awful, dude. Yeah, it's so <laughs> rough because you're like, man, I die all the time. Yeah, I'm like, oh, some water, freeze to death. You know that <laughs> right. kind of thing. Like, what's this? Oh, it's quicksand. Oops. Right. Yeah, I'm dead now. I fell off this thing and I'm. No, I'm ragdoll mode down this, you know. Oh, the weakest enemy hit me twice. Yeah, so <laughs> the game really is, and it doesn't have all the tropes that normal games have. You don't level up. You don't distribute, you know. There's not a tree for, There's like, not skills. a skill tree. You're not, I mean, that, to me, is where, like, the Far Cry series goes just nuts. And it's, it honestly is a turnoff for me because you have so many skill Options. points and you're like, I have no idea what's about to happen. Right. I don't know what to do with these skills. What does points. the end game look like? What do I need at that right. point? Like, you know. So, do you remember playing um, Child of Light? Yeah. So, I don't know if you remember kind of the nuances of that game, but that going into that reminded me of Child of Light about how, unless you played like countless hours mm-hmm. playing that, you would not. No, I don't think there was even a possibility because I think your character is capped at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And at that point. You could not build your skill tree anymore, so yeah. your you could only build skill trees to a certain extent. Right, right, um, right. Yeah, that one had a lot of skill tree stuff. Yeah, on. it did, and every character had like different things about it. And you, I mean, used to, whenever people say, "What kind of game do you like?" I'd say, "I want something where I can feel progression." Right. And and what was that for you? That used to be a skill tree or getting a pistol and upgrading it to like shoot faster or hold more bullets or Fallout. whatever. Fallout or uh, Last of Us. You sure. know, that That's a great game, by the way. Yeah. Very linear, but it's still an amazing story. But the, can, I mean, a game can be linear and still be good. Yeah, still be good. So I just, I just didn't want people to think I was like... Right, sure. Thinking <clears throat> that was open world, because it's definitely not. But, um... To, and I think that this game alone has totally changed what I what appeals to me as far as the word when I say progression, because this progression is okay. Armor, it could be weapons, it could be a shield, it could be the fact that I'm gonna go take out all of these types of enemies. Yeah, that are the around. fact that like I'm gonna go guardian hunting for two hours, <laughs> or like I've been scared to death of the Lionels all right game and then finally just beat one and now i'm like wow this feels really good and i've got like more stuff to cook with right or like a cool bow dude their bows are awesome yeah but like i think that the sense of progression in this game is far more um it's less tangible than yeah in another game it's not you, you're not Which adding you a up. good thing to me it's a good thing because it it's the only time that that's really felt right and i think that they're they were sitting around deciding do we have link level up and they were like no let's just have him find armor and that be a way of leveling up that way he's still like a human which again goes back to right. fallout but take out you know your level up right because a lot of times in a lot of games especially rpgs you know you find this or skyrim yeah more, you, more you find this helm and it's like oh this helm is great oh you got to be level 18 to wear it oh sure sure you know, and it makes it feel more of like a... Well, uh, then you got to hold on to it, and you're taking up right, stuff in your inventory, right, but and you're only level 16. Yeah, so and then the, by the time levels. you do get that that level you found 18, something else. you found something better, <clears> and you could have just sold it, you know. I feel like that kind of system now, to me, um, 
kind of ties you down a little bit mm-hmm. to where it's like, why couldn't a person who just woke up from cryogenic sleep go put a helm on? And just the, like run some why, train. Why, why can't... <clears throat> Why can't he? Why do I have to be a certain level to put a shirt on? Right, like why is it doesn't why is make that a, any sense why is that anymore? A limitation? It doesn't make any sense anymore. I think right. this whole game was about not limiting. They sure did anything. break a lot of rules. Yeah, they rewrote a lot too. Like you know, you don't need this complicated skill tree to feel like your skills have improved. Or even we don't need to tell you anything. Right, <laughs> this is how you beat this guy. Yeah. Oh, there might be a key under that rock. Yeah. You know, like they don't tell you anything. Right, which I appreciate. I do too, because I, Nintendo has gotten very handholdy in the last few even console still, generations, and even still they are. You know, yeah, like, this game they're just not. This to me is like them going, okay, forget everything you knew about Nintendo, right? Forget everything you knew about Zelda, but also forget everything you knew about Nintendo. Too. Well, and there's a difference between handholding and explaining things that need to be explained, right? Okay, so I so this game, um, NVC brought this up recently. It's you get a tutorial in the beginning of the game right. without saying anything. Right. Here's a Sheikah Slate. Mm-hmm. What is this? Oh, it's it's an important tool. Hang on to it. Right. Okay. Well, here's two chests. Cool. Yeah. Free stuff. Let's, let's see what's in here. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, I'll put these clothes on. Mm-hmm. And then instantly there's a rock blocking your way. So right. So you, you have to climb or mm-hmm. jump, you know? Right. Either one of those. And that's all you get as far as like explanation of right. how to do things, really. I mean, there's... There's the mini tutorials of cryosis and stasis and magnesis and that kind of thing. Right, right, you know, like right. How those work or whatever, but they do those in a good way too, though. Right, as sure. A puzzle that right. has a reward at the end. That doesn't feel handholdy. Right. Now, right. in con- in contrast, right before this came out, I finished. I played uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, mm-hmm. and that game did not explain enough. Oh yeah, you but, felt like too lost. Right, because because like once I got through. All of like the uh, tutorial stuff on the map was a bunch of icons. I didn't know what these icons meant. You yeah. know, like yeah. what does that mean? Um, so, but it, it was a JRPG, and those are typically those are, yeah, yeah, a little bit too. Anyway, yeah. So um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. So, so is this safe to say this is your favorite Zelda now? Because I know your favorite is Link to the Past. My oh, Link to the Past is always going to have like a certain place in my heart. It's I think a soft spot. Yeah, it's a soft spot, but. That aside, I'm not going to let nostalgia cloud my judgment. I'm going right. to say, yeah, this is definitely my favorite. Not to be, uh, you know, whenever that new song comes out, this is my favorite song. Right. Not to be like that, but just because of what it does. And going back to what you said about whenever you get the tutorial that's not really a tutorial, that's something that like Nintendo does really well, even from the very first Mario Brothers. Because mm, yeah. you start out. And there's a coin block, and you go, "What's this?" Pating. Okay, so I hit that, and a coin comes out. Got it. Gotcha. Okay, now I'm this Goomba. What happens there? Okay, I hit him on the head, and he's dead. Okay, so then I progress forward. Oh, cool, another coin block. I hit that, and there there's a mushroom. But you can't run back because back then, if you went too far, you couldn't side right. scroll to the left in that game at all. So you were trapped. And I, that is a mechanic that they wanted you to go. Because if you see this mushroom, you go, oh, that might hurt me. Right. I don't want to touch that. But they make you touch it. Right. To show you that, like, this is what you need to be doing. And um, and then later on, you know, the blocks that you can bust since you're big start popping up. And later on, you get the fire flower. And you're kind of like, that whole first level on Mario is a tutorial. Right. That might be, like, one of the best tutorials yeah. ever. 
And I learned that mainly when Mario Maker came out and I was reading how to make a good level and learned that part of it. And um, I think that Breath of the Wild kind of has a lot of that thought behind it. Like, you have to climb out of the... And I watched a friend of mine do that. Michael, the other day, was playing it. He got to the wall and he's like... He is not... He is probably one of the only people that when he started playing Zelda, literally had not watched a single thing about it. Yeah. He just knew it was a good game and I told him he needed to buy it. So he gets to the wall and it being Zelda goes, well, no, I can't like climb this wall. So like, I don't know what I'm doing. So he turns around. He's like driving himself crazy trying to figure (laughs) out how to get out of this. Then he walks up to the wall and a little icon shows climb. He's like, what? Yeah. You can climb? So then from that point on, I mean, that taught him everything he needed to, to know without fee popping up or right. this you know or, character that's hey, only listen. there yeah. for a tutorial's <laughs> sake you know so but yeah it it's definitely it's it's my favorite it's my favorite zelda it might it might be my favorite game at this point yeah it, it's it's on up there if it's not and i'm sure a lot of people say that right because it 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 made me feel the way that i felt when i first played link to the past Mm-hmm. Which is a hard thing to do, right? And when I first played Mario sixty four, that's yeah. a hard thing to do. Because so. because this share this does share a lot in common with Link to the Past. Yeah, more in common I think with the original Zelda. It more in common with the original Zelda, and to me this was because Mario was always side scroll, side scroll, side scroll. New right. items, new this, but it was pretty much Which the now same kind of formula. Back to now they're back to it, but this <clears throat> this game was Zelda's Mario sixty four moment to me. Right. It broke all the tradition. It said, let's do away with the traditional. I mean, they took a game that was extremely linear and made it open world. Same way that they took a game that was extremely linear side-scrolling and made it for 1996. That was a it was pretty open a world game. World. Yeah, I mean, it really it, you could jump from painting to painting. You could solve these stars if you wanted to. You could go to a different painting. As long as you had enough stars to unlock that next painting, it was yours to go go nuts in. So, right. I think that 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 kind of compare and to me a little about bit tutorial stuff. The shrines. So, so in this game, I kind of feel like I do feel personally. I feel a loss for the traditional Zelda dungeons. Right. Yeah, a little bit. I like. I really like. I mean, it, they're tropey at this point. They, they really are. are. You know, yeah. like every game's got a fire temple. Mm-hmm. Every game's got one that's underwater somehow. You yeah. know, like everyone has a trope yeah. to an extent. But at the same time, now that that's pulled away and there isn't that, it's kind of like it's it's kind of like you know when when your girlfriend leaves you for the weekend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Like, okay. Well, it's nice to be alone and have some time alone, but I still miss. That's my bay, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um, I heard somebody bring it up. I think it was Brian Altano. Yeah. He said because they were talking about the dungeons and yeah, they I think they had mentioned on IGN's um, NBC that like they could just have the shrines mimic the world that they're kind of in. Yeah. But then he brought up. He's like, well, they're all the same technology. They're all built at the same time. It makes sense for them to all look the right. same aesthetically. And I still think that the shrines should stay. I love the shrines. Now think about it this way, like, so okay, so it's been a hundred years since Link has 
falling asleep, right? Right, right. <clears throat> I actually kind of agree with Altano. Yeah, I do too. Because, think of it this way, these shrines have been underground for a hundred years, right? Right, right. So wouldn't you think that being underground that, that whole time, and there's even a shrine that's like in a mountain, right? Mm-hmm. In, in a snowy mountain. Right. I would think that if you open the door to that shrine and go inside, like, I don't expect it to be warm. Right. You almost expect to, you almost expect for nature to have kind of taken control a little bit. Right. That would be a nice little touch. Right. So, yeah. like, the, the three, the, the three or four that are in the forest, you know, mm-hmm. have, like, weeds and vines growing inside. And, right. Maybe you know, some critters that challenge. aren't really enemies, but something you might have to, like, get past. Right. Add a little bit of a climbing challenge inside. Yeah. You know, the ones that were around the volcano, there's like lava dripping in inside and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah, I, and it's like, like burned a bridge or something. Right. I feel like stuff like that would have been a nice extra little cosmetic touch. Even if it was just aesthetics. Right. Right. You wouldn't have had to like theme it necessarily. Just sure. like some aesthetics. Now, I like the shrines, of course. Of their point, of course, is to reward you with the spirit orb and give you a waypoint to fast travel to. And that's a really nice little thing. That's what makes me want to go get them. But like we were talking about earlier, it's like having traditional dungeons where you like get an item that you use to beat a boss. I'm not really wanting to do that again because that just became too, like you said, tropey. Yeah, it really was. But like, you know, when you're talking about earlier, like, have like that monster that's terrorizing the village that's in the mountain and you know he comes out and he like eats a child every night or right. something and <laughs> let it go on if you want to but if you want to take a break from you know trying to kill ganon and go like hey you know i can probably handle this guy for you uh, and maybe even have something in there that's like a bounty system yeah where you could go like you talk to him and he go you know hey you know we're willing to put like a thousand rupees in a pot to like if you can go pull this off if you right. kill that thing and show us the head you know sure. he gives you a reward or whatever cool. so that would be kind of neat and that's kind of the way or maybe and that's that's more from witcher which is also an open world game but and it's also very good but it's got a lot of that kind of stuff in it too where you've got this main mission but you can go off on the side and go well you know i'll take care of that griffin that's like you know killing off all swooping down, yeah, picking, swooping up down sheep. picking up sheep you know and the guy goes, well, how much are you looking for? And you actually can sit there and bargain with them through dialogue. Now, so you know that that's a thing in a previous quote-unquote Zelda game, right? CDI? No, 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 no. <laughs> what are you talking about? What yeah. is that? What is that? That never <laughs> happened. Um, no, this is... Um, in. Did you ever Did you ever play... Because I think you had to emulate it. It never came to America. Um, freshly picked Tingle's Rosy Ruby Land. I know you're laughing at me. No, I haven't. Sit tight. Yeah. Because I might change your mind. Right? Yeah. So in this game, you play as Tingle. Mm-hmm. Everything is kind of jokey and funny. Like, yeah. there's a lot of over-the-top stuff. Like, the game's actually pretty amusing. Yeah. Um, But the point in that game is you actually had to barter for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, so Tingle doesn't fight. But, mm-hmm. what he, but what you do is you hire bodyguards to fight for you. Yeah, yeah. So... You could talk to one bodyguard, and he'd be like, okay, how much do you want to pay me to do this? Mm-hmm. And it literally just, like, leaves an open blank, and you fill in how much you want to pay him. Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> if you if you underbid, he's like, uh, no. I don't think Forget so. Forget that. Right. And then if you overbid, he's like, sure, yeah, absolutely, whatever, where are we going? You yeah, know? yeah. Um, 
So, but I'm not good at bargaining. Yeah. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> um, so when I was playing that game, I was always like, well, how's like 800 rupees? And he's like, yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. Damn it. <laughs> game, game too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a thing in that game, and I never finished it, but mm. uh, it would have been kind of cool for that to have been present a little bit. Yeah, just here and there. Yeah. Not like beat you with All it. All the time, yeah. yeah but like Which here that and game there. did. Yeah, here and there would be cool. You know, um, maybe even like at, like limited to just like just the official shops or something. Or... Right. Um, and you know, one thing that I have, the one thing that I have thought of as far as like the dungeons and everything uh, from traditional Zeldas to now that I haven't heard anybody say yet, is that the way I view the shrines personally is I view each shrine as a single room in a dungeon. Because mm-hmm. every traditional dungeon right. had some sort of puzzle or something you did, or like, God forbid, you put on these awfully slow magnetic boots and yeah. walked across the ceiling for mm-hmm. 20 minutes or something. Yeah. Um, but you no, know, the shrines now, I think, serve as those puzzle elements that are sort of missing from the actual like den- dungeon temple things you've beat right. all four right yeah 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 um you say in shrines you mean divine beasts yeah the divine beasts. oh yeah. okay which like I, I i don't i'm not entirely sure if i love them or I, not. I, what i would have done differently if i had to do anything differently you don't have to whisper oh i just didn't want to hear <laughs> um <laughs> I what? Want, I don't want Zelda to hear me. <laughs> right. It's on the screen. She might give her yeah. awful voice acting. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Oh, but um, is the Divine Beast, I think, should have been still... Like, I like the fact that there's these drivers, and as you, you know, unlock the beast, you get their power, and they're able to move on. I liked all that, and they, they could have, like... I'm not saying, like, that I know the answer how to do it, but you can do it. Right. Um, to where you go into the dungeon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And instead of it being this huge mechanical thing, that would be the boss. You know, you like have the, to you have to go defeat it. The beast itself. The beast itself. You have to go through, get to it, defeat that beast itself. And you know, maybe you grab an item early on, or maybe it's like a power on your Sheikah slate where you can, you know, take that malice off of it. Right. And. <clears throat> Make it to the where, to where you know now that is on your side. To be fair, that's what happened. Well, yeah, but like I'm talking like go into more of a traditional dungeon, only limit it to four, and that be the boss at the end, not the fire blight or the. So what do you mean by that? Like, what would the final boss look like for like? I don't know. I don't. I mean, like the elephant. <clears throat> right. I would say you probably have to change it from elephant and camel and all that. Like it would have to be like. Something like the, uh, what is it, the Goma or whatever. Oh, okay. You know, like you fight the Goma or whatever that you would in Ocarina. And then that would be... So if it was in this game, there'd be like a smaller elephant inside? It'd be like, um, so, no, like you I'm would... I'm just trying to figure out what you mean. Like you would fight Goma, right? Okay. A mechanical Goma. Oh, I see. And then that would then... But a smaller version of it. I mean, yeah, you could do a smaller version. and But, I mean, all it is is you just got to climb to a high point and shoot a laser. I mean, it doesn't oh, okay. have to necessarily be a certain size. Right, I you got can, you. But, yeah. So, um, so you would beat it, and then out would pop your Sheikah Slate, and you would convert it. And yeah. then that spirit would say, thank you, here's my power. 
and then you would see Goma climb up the side of the mountain and focus its laser and do its kind of thing. I got you. You know, so I mean, that's a way that they could bring back a traditional dungeon, right. I guess. There wouldn't be like an item or anything like that, but it yeah. would still be like a lot of puzzles and stuff to like, you'd have to really figure out how to get to it right. to beat it. I think that the the Divine Beast So thing, what you're saying is more like you enter a dungeon first, and right. then once you come out the backside of the dungeon, that's where the that beast, beast is. is to like take down. Sure. Now you got to fight it. Right. But that um, does remove that does remove the overworld openness of it, though. Yeah. You would you have to. Just gone around it. And... Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, that, as long as I say, I don't really know the answer, sure. but it's yeah. It, it well, maybe if each beast was like shackled. Yeah, you could and then, like, shackled you in had a room. To undo the shackles in the dungeon. That could be like okay, so they protected them. The story goes, you know, they protected them, and Ganon took them over, and then the uh, people that were piloting them sacrificed themselves to, you know, with all their strength that they had left, managed to get all four shackled in this chamber right. or whatever, which um, that you would have to go into to get yeah. to them. Which when you started talking about the heroes and you know that were the the pilots of these, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to talk about the fact that like leading up to each one, you had like a present time person or character that helped you get into these dungeons, right? Like Prince Sidon mm-hmm. or uh, the the little Goron, yeah, the, the Queen Gerudo, and yeah. the uh, that one uh, Rito bird, right? Yeah, each one helped you get into the dungeon. But then, like, once you're done with the dungeon, they're like, all right, I'm going to go back and do my thing. They all leave you, right? Yeah. It's a little... It's for odd. Me, it was a little odd. It's odd, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like having them take over would have been a little too... Easy. Tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. You know, yeah. it would have been... Yeah, it would have been too easy of a write-in. Yeah. But, again, like, they didn't do anything with them afterwards. Yeah. Like, you go to the you go to the Rito town, and he's just, like, sitting there, he's like, so Oops. we, yeah, we hey. did the deal, you know? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I know, it's weird. Um, I, I wasn't... <clears throat> I wasn't crazy about the, um, like, when you go into the Beast, you have to, like, go get the map and do these terminals and stuff. I yeah. felt like that was a little bit, like, forced. Like, I just couldn't see these people, these ancient people, years ago going, you know what we need to do? All these Beasts need terminals. <laughs> like, it just was kind of unbelievable to right, me. Right, Like, bit, it I was see. a little bit too it far-fetched. Broke, yeah, it broke the believability of the Yeah, world, it yeah. did. It did. You. And that's why, like, going back to, like, not necessarily a traditional dungeon, <clears throat> but a dungeon feel to get to them, like we said, shackled in a room or whatever, that you would have to go and then fight. Right. You know, um, however you wanted to. You right. could still leave all that open. So, to sort of, like, start wrapping up a little bit, what is the best thing about Breath of the Wild? Oh, God, it's got to be, like, the ability to jump off that plateau the first time and do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's got... I mean, they, they, they set that as a goal, and they just nailed it. Yeah. You know, and... So, exploration. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, it feels like... I mean, it feels like this... And it is. It's a huge, huge world, and... There are no um, walls in it. You right. know, there's no there's no item wall. You don't need to like go get this thing first to go to the go. You know, to go up to Death Mountain. You can just jump off and start heading that way if you want to. Right. It's just so nice. So, what would be the worst thing about the game? 
that's really hard. There's so many. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the worst thing about the game is, I think you kind of hit on it. You know, you it's the best and the worst. You can go straight to Ganon and beat him. But I'm personally taking the approach of, I, I might even say that I might go find every Korok seed before Jeez. I want to fight Ganon. Because like Which, you by said, the way, for listeners, there are 900 tiny little puzzles, which just include like jumping in a river, or yeah. throwing a rock, or setting a rock down mm-hmm. in a pattern of other rocks, or lifting a metal ball into something else. Like, there's 900 of these tiny challenges. Yep. Lifting up a rock. All yeah. you gotta do is pick it up. Pick it up. Um, shoot an arrow, shoot balloons with arrows. Right. There's yeah. 900 of these to get little seeds from these things, and when you're done, they literally give you a pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Literally. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but you use them. You use them to upgrade your inventory slots, and um, I, I just, I, I do think that once you beat Ganon, defeat Ganon, and really what it was to me that made me decide to wait was the fact that when you beat him, your save returns to before you beat him. Right. You don't play in a world. That you doesn't don't play have in a Ganon. world that doesn't have Ganon. Because it would have been nice to like explore Hyrule Castle at my own leisure. And I think that that was. If I had to say something bad again, I think that might have been a missed opportunity for them to say, okay, um, you know, your reward now for beating Ganon is this world that continues on. And um, you might even see, like, towns pop up that weren't there or, right. like, life return to some some places. And you know, that could even be, like, another opportunity for DLC. You know, what I think would have been kind of cool is once you beat Ganon, <clears throat> let's say... Ganon is somehow tied to that blood moon. Mm-hmm. And once you beat Ganon, you load up the game, and now you're in a world without Ganon, but now you don't have a blood moon either. So oh, then yeah. you could actually take it upon yourself to beat every single enemy in the Purge game. Purge the world of yes. all the monsters. That would have been cool. That would have, And it would have been so easy. <laughs> I mean, it's a line of code that says, <clears throat> if Ganon's beat, right. no blood moon. I just made somebody mad out there. Yeah, he did. Right? Yeah. Like, Damn it! Yeah. That's an awesome idea. Yeah, that is a really good idea. <coughs> but yeah, that way you could... That would be an another 100, 200 plus hour sure. challenge of I'm going to go to every single square inch of this place and kill every monster. Right. And then after that, something could happen. You know I mean? Right. Who knows? They could have made this a 2,000 hour game right. with just that little bit of... That would you be know, cool. That little bit of an idea. Maybe, that, maybe like once you beat Ganon, maybe it even like opens up an alternate save file yeah. so like copies it yeah. so then you have one save file that re- reverts back to before right. Ganon that and would then be you have nice another to do, one yeah. that goes to where you can defeat all the enemies or work in like a work in really in a wormhole here but like work in like a temple of time thing like before and after Ganon kind of thing kind of cool where you can go to the temple of time and maybe go, put the master sword and the pedestal mm-hmm. in the castle right and, and then it, it's after Ganon. Take yeah. it out. It's before Ganon. Yeah. So then you have yeah, to go cool. beat all the monsters with no Master Sword. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Put a limitation on it. Yeah. Um, one thing that you want to see in the future as far as Zelda? More of it. <laughs> um, like, I'm really excited about the DLC. I know when it came out, a lot of people were really just hating on it so bad. Yeah. And I'm like, this is Nintendo. They're going to like, this is going to be right. And it is right. Right. You know, af- after playing however many 900 hours or whatever I'm at now the uh, not really that many 100 I think, or it, something. I think it's like 120-ish probably right. but um, 
after playing it, you know, all I can say is that this is a 100% complete game through and through. And sure. um, the uh, Bill from Nintendo, he came on a podcast with someone, and um, I think it was NBC. Yeah, it was. And um, who else would it be? Right. Um, but said that you know it, it, it's a dlc but like it, it's not done like they're working on it right, right. now like it this this isn't something that they like withheld to charge you later it's, right right it, they're still actively working it's on definitely it. worth the money it's definitely worth the money and i think <clears throat> i think that you know it goes back to that mario kart thing like all i want is more tracks right okay get 20 bucks every six months and i get like Another Completely little story, story and some side quests and I would almost pay twenty know. bucks to be able to defeat every enemy in the game. Yeah, like I mean, I'm, I'm, I would, I would like subscribe to this yeah. if it was something they would even do that way. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just it's a really it's a different um, Zelda game, and I want more of it. I mean, even as huge as it, as it is, it's starting to feel small, right? Because like you, you just spend so many hours in it, right? So and and at this point, like I, I can, I mean, I have I nearly have not seen a hundred percent of the map. No, no, right? There's, like not even a uh, little bit. No, <clears throat> but I'm still like activating <clears throat> title cards of places that I go. Right. Yeah. But but I can still see like pictures people post online. I'm like, oh, I know where that is. Yeah. I did that. Yeah. You yeah. can you can kind of tell where they're at. Right. Um. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, this is our first episode of Blessed of the Geek Podcast. If you like this, uh, if you want to be on the podcast, just send us an email um, or just tweet us at at Blessed Geek Cast is what we are. It's been a while since I set it up, so I forgot. <laughs> yeah. what it was. At Blessed Geek Cast. Yeah, at Blessed Geek Cast. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so we will see you guys next time. Tweet us to be on the cast. Thanks. Cool. Yep.